Welcome to Becoming the CEO podcast, where we gather to be empowered, educated, and energized. My name is Sabrina C., CEO and founder of Velvet Lux Cosmetics. I'm a government professional, a speaker, a community leader, and beautypreneur. I started my business focused solely on making money, but I quickly discovered that being the CEO of a business meant taking control of my life and all that was in it. I created Becoming the CEO for someone as ambitious as you. Despite what you see in front of you, remember, you are a boss. Your authenticity has qualified you to take that next step, and you are just the person for the job. Join me each week while we discover what it truly means to become the chief executive officer of our lives. And don't forget, I'm right here learning with you. Welcome back to Becoming the CEO podcast. It's your girl, your favorite host, your bestie, Sabrina C., I hope that you guys are doing well. I am very happy that you guys are tuning in. I hope that you are powering through this COVID-19 pandemic safely. I pray your families are well. And if not, I hope things turn around for you all. Last week, I spoke about how we all needed the rest that this pandemic was providing. But there's much more that we need to do during this time. We need to get into our bag. I'm going to say that one more time. We need you and I, the entire BTC community and family, we need to get into our bag. Now, I know that we use this reference when it comes to money, but what I actually mean is that we need to take some time to catch our breath and face how we're truly feeling. I know, a little lame, a lot of work, but it needs to be done. When was the last time that you actually checked in on yourself? I know it it doesn't seem really natural to ask yourself how you're doing. <laughs> um, and as I say it, it's kind of like, what do you mean, Sabrina? But really think about it. When was the last time that you actually sat down and either penned it out? Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to say out loud how you're feeling especially for me I'm a writer so I like to write down my feelings I write down a lot of things um more than I would verbally say it but when was the last time you asked yourself how you were doing I know it's easy for us to check in with other people and send a text do a phone call and ask them how they're doing but when was the last time that you checked on you so that's what I really mean in this week's episode by get in your bag I really want us all to, again, utilize this time of rest and seclusion to work on all the things that we were avoiding, all the things that we did not have time to do. I want us to really utilize this time and this new normal, because that's what it is, to get in our bag, face some fears, develop some boundaries. Yeah, get out of our comfort zone. I really don't like saying that, but yeah, get out of our comfort zone and deal with the trauma. Some things are not going to be dealt with overnight, but at least let's take this time to start. So as I've been home the past couple of weeks, I've been very reflective, very reflective on the past couple of years and all that I've endured over the past couple of years and I want to just share that journey with you all so let's start with 2017 
Now, in 2017, my grandfather, who happens to be one of my most favorite people in the world, um, was diagnosed with lung cancer. And it was really progressive. He was already at stage four once they diagnosed him. Uh, And he was given six months to a year to live. And he passed away September of 2017. So he was diagnosed, I want to say, March of 2017. And ended up passing away in September. And I was devastated. Like, my world was completely destroyed. My grandfather served um, emotionally for me as a safety blanket. Um, I don't know if I had shared before, but my father is not in the U.S. So my grandfather and my uncle really have taken on a father figure role. I have a great relationship with my dad. Um, It's definitely improved over the years. So he's definitely influential in my life and very present. Um, But physically to have a father figure near me, it was my uncle and my grandfather. So my grandfather getting sick and passing away was a shock for me. I was not prepared at all for that change. And it really devastated me emotionally. But I didn't get the time to really mourn. I did cry um, initially losing him. And I've cried several times, not even more than several times, but I have cried, you know, throughout the past couple of years. But I don't think that I released truly the fact that my safety blanket is no longer here. And one of the things that I did dealing with the emotions was I was like, you know, my grandfather's not here. So now I got to boss up. And I tell myself from time to time, Sabrina, you have no time to cry. You have no time to truly be emotional about loss. Like, just boss up. Get get through it. Get with the program, sis. And let's go. So, I did end up planning my grandfather's funeral. I read the eulogy. And I honestly just kept it moving. But I was devastated. And I was hurt. And it was something that I really didn't face. I didn't ask myself how I was doing, <laughs> if that's the case. I did not ask myself how I was doing. And I moved on. In 2018, I was in limbo with work. Um, I was struggling with school. And to be very honest, my college journey, my my journey through college has been horrible. Like horrible. <laughs> I don't think that school is hard. I just feel like I get exhausted very quickly and I need to develop better boundaries where school is concerned. But your girl is definitely going to get some degrees and be the educated woman that she is because that's who I am. Now, I'll finish talking about my qualms with college in another episode. Basically, my coping mechanisms in 2018 became my friendships and my romantic relationship and when those started to get rocky I would just stay away from everybody so I swung between being super social and going out and being with my friends all the time and being with my boyfriend at the time and then whenever I would get in an argument or there would be a disagreement I would just close myself off from everybody and shut down and you know just be away Um, In 2019, this is where um, things took a turn for the worse, but for the better. I don't know if you guys, um, what always comes to me when I think about 2019 is um, the 
the saying it was the best of times but it was the worst of times and it literally was that <laughs> 2019 was great because I launched my company and I you know exceeded expectations that I had for myself for myself and I accomplished goals but it was also the worst of times because I was being completely stripped of what I thought life should look like and what I had envisioned my life to look like I wanted the good relationship I wanted the company I wanted the great friends the girl the great girl tribe and um yeah no God early on was like taking the boyfriend sorry you gotta be single now um I'm taking away the best friend you depend on her too much in a relationship I'm gonna destroy the girl group I'm gonna still leave you with a little bit of friends sis but um I'm taking away everything that you use in replace of me so that was my 2019 so what I didn't share about my 2018 was that I returned to a toxic work environment out of desperation and need of money and it was hell on earth honestly making the decision to return back to that office spewed over into my 2019 and it resulted in me being harassed by my supervisors and retaliated against by my 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 boss um i shared that in last week's episode and i'm gonna do a much more in-depth story time (laughs) if you want to say on um my experiences in and with that whole situation anywho like i said i returned back to a toxic work environment and i also struggled finance financially um I took the risk of starting my company while only making $21,000 a year. So I am a salary worker. It's not hourly and there really is no overtime. It's just a nine to five. At that time, I was working a 10 to six, quote unquote. Um, But yeah, your girl maybe biweekly was just scraping together 800 and something dollars after taxes and all my benefits came out of my check. And I survived off of that from the end of 20 no yeah july 2018 until august 2019 21 thousand dollars a year from for for that time in that job and i was working 60 plus hours a week i ate like once a day so my health started to deteriorate i used to be in the gym 2017 i was in the gym like every single day I had stopped eating meat in 2017 and I was only eating like seafood. I became pescatarian um, and I limited my sugar intake and my carbs and I honestly had lost a great amount of weight and I looked snatched. Sis looked good. And then I went back to this job and because of the time, like how consuming it was um, emotionally and physically and mentally, like I, I was just like, I can't go to the gym because by the time I get home, I'm extremely exhausted. I wake up super early to get ready to go back into the office. My weekend, sometimes I was working. And if I wasn't working, I was trying to be in church. And I think also in 2019, I was going to school full time. So I was going to school every single day, including Saturdays and Sundays and working every single day, including Saturdays and Sundays. So yeah, the gym was not seeing me at all. And because... I had so much on my plate. Like I said, it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. Life was rough, but I honestly survived. And I came into 2020 very tired. And I think now that you guys are hearing much more details, you can understand what I was saying in last week's episode by me being so tired. Yeah, working 60 plus hours a week, 
eating poorly, um, making little to no money. I had newly got in the car, launching a company, relationships are ending, you know, you just just so much happening at once you're a victim of harassment so you're trying to deal with the emotional trauma of actually being a victim and it's something that you see on tv but you're actually now living it out it's like what is going on so i as rough as 2020 was and as tired as i came as rough as 2019 i mean was and as tired as i was coming into 2020 I honestly believe that we've been given, we've been given this time secluded in our homes um, to be still, to pause, to create, and to get into our emotional bag. So I want to share some tips with you guys. Now for the tips. My first tip is write down how you're feeling. In September of last year, during my whole harassment um trial and being in limbo with work I did this exercise where I got a blank sheet of paper I wrote my name in the center of the paper and I wrote all the words that came to mind when I thought about myself and how I was feeling I also wrote a letter to each person I harbored unforgiveness towards and I tore all of it up (laughs) once I was done writing the letters once I was done doing the exercise I tore it up and I released it and when I tore up each sheet like one by one I you know said a breath prayer you know God please remove how I feel remove the unforgiveness and it's worked I struggle with forgiveness and you know don't quote me I am not a counselor nor a psychologist but these are just things these tips that I'm sharing are just things that I've done that have worked for me but like I said I struggle with unforgiveness and it's really hard for me to forget certain things that people have done to me even it especially not even but especially when the situations happened unexpectedly yeah or and I didn't expect that person to treat me the way that they treated me so from time to time I do think about you know what I wrote down on those letters or the feelings that I felt um, towards that individual prior to me writing those letters and I'll you know feel some type of way but as my mom would say forgiveness is not for you or forgiveness is not for the other person but forgiveness is for you so I'll repeat that again because I was saying it wrong in the beginning basically forgiveness is not for the other person <laughs> but for you and it makes sense after I released you know those feelings I did feel better and as much as like the smallest little glimmer of I don't like that person will come into my heart there is an even bigger energy that you know takes that over and I feel much better after so yeah I'll think about it from time to time but I've been able to just really say all right You didn't value me. I didn't value myself to allow you to treat me the way that you treated me. And I'm going to move on. Hope that made sense. My second tip is to read books or articles that help you develop emotionally. Now, I'm an avid reader. I love to read. I'm always learning. I'm always seeking knowledge. So that will always be one of my tips. If I'm ever giving advice on this podcast, it is going to be to read. 
some of the books that have been most um, transformative in my life regarding emotions are Scary Close by Donald Miller. And I'll list these in the show notes so you guys, and I'll put links there so you guys can get them. But Scary Close by Donald Miller was actually one of my, was my um, book of the month for February. And it literally, it was so good that I had to stretch it out to March. I usually try to challenge myself to read a book every month. But yeah, February and March were consumed by Scary Close, um, which was written by Donald Miller. And it's an amazing book. In 2017, I actually read um, The Emotionally Healthy Woman by Jerry Scazzaro. That's also an amazing book. I'm always going to say these books are amazing. So forgive me for not using another descriptive word other than amazing. (laughs) Daring Greatly was my favorite book of 2018 and that's written by Brene Brown and if you have never listened to a her TED talk that's on YouTube um you've never listened to her on Oprah Super Soul Sunday I need you to go and google Brene Brown right now after listening to this podcast so listen to the to the entirety of this podcast and then go google Brene Brown and I promise you you're gonna fall in love um also in 2017 when my grandfather was passing away um my favorite read at that time which helped me as much as i you know didn't truly face the emotions of his passing this book settled me in a way and it's titled don't settle for don't settle for safe by sarah jakes roberts so check that out and moving right along on our list is the subtle art of not giving a not gonna say it (laughs) by mark mason i think i don't think it's mark mason i think it's mark manson but just google the subtle art of not giving an f and you'll see who it's written by it's a great book you guys should read it finally on my list is boundaries by dr henry cloud and john towson you actually should just cop all their books about boundaries because all the books are amazing just get the books my third tip is exercise and try your best to eat healthy so as i shared above in 2018 2019 my healthy vibes kind of declined because i was completely consumed with work and i didn't have good time management and i really could not have time a good time management because of all that was happening in my life at the time but i will say that even though Instagram has glamorized um, nutrition and eating healthy and there's a skinny tea for everything and detox tea for whatever, it's true that what you eat has an effect on your emotions. And sometimes our emotions are haywire because of the things we've been eating and our lack of intentional movement. So I know we're practicing social distancing and staying home is the safest thing. But I would encourage us to let's start eating cleaner. Bodies are not made in the gym. They're actually made in the kitchen. I know you guys have heard that before. So I'm asking us to let's take the next 21 days to slowly avoid eating certain things and invest in some supplements. You are not taking a one a day pill or multivitamin. You need to do it. Um, Do some research on your family's health history and pay close attention to your body. Our bodies speak to us. So pay close attention to your bodies, pay close attention to your family's health history, and do some research on the supplements that 
are needed to aid those things and take them and also buy vegetables and you know different types of foods to also avoid taking pills because I'm not a, an avid pill popper but I do take like garlic pills and turmeric pills um and aloe vera gel pills which are my absolute favorite so I would say my third tip is exercise and try to eat healthy you're never too young to eat well so I'm asking that you know how you manage your how you treat yourself and manage your body today determines how your body will perform tomorrow so let's just eat a little bit healthier and take some time to invest in ourselves to become more healthy my fourth tip which has to be my favorite is have better boundaries with yourself I know you probably thought I was gonna say have better boundaries with other people but no boundaries begin with you boo so have better boundaries with yourself and then they'll transition into all your relationships how many times have you said yes when you really wanted to say no how many times have you cheated on your diet or ate something you know wasn't a go for you like eating ice cream when you know your stomach can't handle it <laughs> how many times have you let that person who's harmed you back into your life i shared earlier that i returned to a job that i know that i knew for sure was toxic but because i needed the money it resulted in even more emotional trauma for me i honestly went back to that job out of fear and comfort I knew it wasn't the place for me, but I didn't believe in myself and I couldn't I couldn't get another job. I got rejection after rejection, so I went back even though it's made me better now. I could have avoided all of that pain if I had better boundaries with myself and knew how to really be patient. So, the fourth tip is have better boundaries with yourself and then those boundaries will transition into all your other relationships my fifth fifth and final tip is create release weeks for yourself last week's episode i talked about creating sabbaths i wholeheartedly believe in the sabbath um i actually observed the sabbath friday nights friday sunset to saturday sunset um just for obviously religious reasons but sabbaths can be transitioned into other areas of your life so ideally it would be great for you to observe the sabbath friday night to saturday night but bear with me i'm gonna say create a sabbath let's say from sunday to monday or tuesday into wednesday whatever and it's basically a time of rest and seclusion. It's like your white space time where you're gonna utilize this time to pivot what's happening in your life and make things better. So during your Sabbath, you can say, I'm not gonna answer my phone. I'm not gonna watch any TV. I'm not gonna return text messages. I'm gonna remain silent. I'm not gonna speak to anybody. I'm gonna read, I'm gonna journal. Whatever you wanna do during your Sabbath, it's completely up to you but it's just a time to rest um back in the day I used to create these things called release weeks for myself and my friends and basically because we're Christians we would I would um pull out some scriptures that we needed to read and design like devotionals for us 
um, and I would stay off of um, social media. And that was the biggest thing about the release week was the fact that we stayed off of social media for a week. Now, I have, um, and this year was the only year that I did not do it, but in years prior, I would stay off of social media from like September right up until January. And I would just take that time to utilize my energies in other areas of my life honestly and when I would take those um when I would do my social media fast I always manifested something that I always wanted before doing the fast so if I wanted a job I end up I would get a job during that season if I wanted a car I would get a car during that season like whatever I wanted that just wasn't clicking once I did that fast and I took the time to be by myself whatever I wanted I got um, and I just correlated it to that. So if you've been desiring something for a long time and it hasn't been manifesting, honestly, create a Sabbath for yourself, create a release week and watch it happen. Trust me, when you release, you gain. So don't think about it as, oh my God, I'm going to miss out on what's happening. No, don't have major FOMO. Sacrifice the FOMO for what it is you desire the, the bigger picture um as i close my advice is this there's good better and best out there for us all if we only release and let go so let's get into our bag because we have we have so much potential guys we really do and when we get into our bag emotionally, we'll be able to receive all that we want. When you have good energy, when you have better energy, the money that you desire, the promotion, the significant other, the friendships, the career, the degree, whatever it is will come. And I honestly hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, to rate and to leave a review when you do those things it helps other people find our community and remember we are gathered here each episode to be empowered to be educated and to be energized so please like um, rate this episode subscribe and leave a review so that other people can find it and also one last thing don't forget that we have sponsorship and ad opportunities check out the show notes to see more details about how you can sponsor an episode and we can share an ad about your company or your event i love you all and i'll chat with you next week